risk is the possible harm that could come from something we do. That harm may never happen, but there is a chance that it could. If I go on a train journey, there is a risk I could be killed in a train crash. If I go out in a storm, there is a risk I could be killed by lightning. In many situations, the degree of risk can be worked out. The chances of something bad happening can be predicted in advance. The risk of being killed in a railway accident is about 1 in 500,000. The risk of being struck by lightning is about 1 in 10 million. But even when there is good scientific evidence for the risks of doing something, we often have difficulty in understanding what the numbers mean. This is partly because of a problem in clearly communicating the basic information about risk, and partly because of our inbuilt reaction to that information, our individual interpretation of what the risk means to us. We can use words to describe the risk of something happening, but words mean different things to different people. If I tell you that I am recommending a treatment that has a high risk of you losing your hair, you may think a high risk means a 50% chance, where 50 out of every 100 people would lose their hair, whereas I may think a high risk means a 90% chance. We could try a different approach and use numbers. I could tell you that with the treatment, 90 people out of every 100 are likely to lose their hair. But sometimes, especially in a stressful situation, which many medical consultations can be, it is easy to get confused by figures, and you still might not understand what I mean. One possible solution is to combine words and numbers, and the European Commission Pharmaceutical Committee attempted to do this in its guidelines in 1998. These were intended to describe the risk of getting side effects from a particular treatment. The words used, along with the actual likelihood of something happening, were very common, which was more than 10%, or more than 1 in 10, common, which was between 1 and 10%, or 1 in 100 to 1 in 10, uncommon, which is between 0.1 and 1%, or 1 in 1,000 to 1 in 100, rare, which is between 0.01 and 0.1%, or 1 in 10,000 to 1 in 1,000, and very rare, which was less than 0.01%, or less than 1 in 10,000. But research suggested that even when given this information, people tended to overestimate their likelihood of getting side effects and were more worried than they needed to be. Another way of getting the message across is visually, with graphs or diagrams, and one of the best methods for this is a pie chart, which many people find gives them a clear and simple view of the possible hazard in question. Alternatively, we could use comparisons. For example, if I tell you that the chances of getting unpleasant sickness and vomiting with a particular drug are very small, you may not be that reassured. But if I say that the likelihood of getting sickness with the treatment is the same as the likelihood that you will be struck by lightning on your way home, you may feel happier about taking the drug. It is important to remember that there are two sides to risk. When we say there is a 1% risk of something happening, a 1 in 100 chance, it also means that there is a 99% chance that it won't happen. The bad news is that there is a risk, although it is only small. The good news is that 99 times out of 100, everything will be all right. When we have got all the information, the facts, the figures, the charts and graphs, the comparisons, we then make our own decisions on what they all mean to us. 
we form our own judgments, and those judgments are coloured by our personal experience and things like our cultural background, religious beliefs, the opinions of family and friends, and countless other influences. If we go back to the example of hair loss, for some people this is a devastating prospect, and there have certainly been patients who have refused the recommended treatment for their cancer because of the risk of losing their hair opting for a second-best approach, even though this could reduce their chance of a cure. On the other hand, some people are completely unworried at the thought of being bald and happily go ahead with treatment. In both situations, the risk of hair loss is the same, but what that risk means to the individual is totally different. Hair loss and its importance is a very personal emotion, but there can be more general aspects to our perceptions. One medical student recently did a survey which included quite a number of health professionals as well as members of the...